You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron, live with Ethan Haristadoulou. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Greek's Gridiron. I am Ethan Haristadoulou, and today, as we do every Tuesday, I'm going through all 32 teams from worst to first in my NFL power rankings, going over where I feel all these teams lie within the ranks of the NFL. So, Make sure you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, comment down below. I want to hear where you guys feel these teams should be at. Do you agree or disagree with my rankings and all of that good stuff? But we'll dive right into it and get this thing rolling, shall we? Starting off with the bottom four teams, 32 to 29. We are looking at the Texans at 32, the Commanders at 31, the Bears at 30, and then the Panthers at 29. So the Texans still sitting at the bottom as my bottom team. Did not really prove much to me this week to be elevated any higher than where they are, taking a 10-point loss to the Chargers. While they did hang in there a little bit more aggressively, I would say, than maybe expected against a Chargers team that's considered fairly good. Still sitting at the bottom considering the other teams that they've lost to and being a team that just can't quite seem to find a win right now. Things not looking too good for Houston. Commanders going down a spot here to number 31. This is more so because of just kind of some movement with some other bottom teams here, but at the 31 spot, taking another loss this week themselves. Uh, another one of those teams just trying to figure the figure themselves out as they work their way through the season here. Chicago Bears are also dropping a spot here down to number 30, taking their loss to the Giants. The passing game just is devolving every single week before our very eyes over there in Chicago, a team that isn't even averaging 100 passing yards a game right now. I just cannot really get behind what they're doing there. Defensively, not bad, but offense just looks terrible. At 29, the Panthers falling down three spots here. A team that, as I've talked about a little bit here and there as they've rolled through the early part of the season, I was a little bit probably maybe too high on the offensive side of the ball, a little too excited about Baker Mayfield coming there because things have just not really worked out for them offensively either. The defense has been a strong suit for them, but with an offense that just can't really seem to figure it out despite who's under center for the last couple of years now, Panthers just kind of toiling at the bottom of the league for me, and I can't really seem to rationalize anywhere higher on the list for them than at 29. Moving into the next group of eight, we're looking at the Pittsburgh Steelers, a steep faller here, a team that has fallen now four more spots, working into the bottom eight of the league. It's the offense. It really is the offense. The defense is really not that bad, even despite missing TJ Watt, but they brought in Kenny Pickett, brought a little bit of a spark. He did have three interceptions, an ugly tipped interception, and then a few others that were just kind of head scratchers. But overall, I think he did bring a little bit of a spark to the offense that you want to see. I know that there's still some drama with Matt Canada as the offensive coordinator over there. Offensive line sometimes feels like they're figuring it out, and then they're immediately just letting their quarterback get walloped, whoever's under center. So hopefully they figure it out there. But I'm definitely worried about the direction the Steelers team is trending in now, being one and three. New York Jets moving up four spots here, getting themselves a nice upset victory over the Pittsburgh Steelers. I actually did pick them to get that upset win with Zach Wilson returning. You could definitely see he was shaking off some of the rust in this game here, but when it mattered most, leading down for a game-winning drive. Very excited to see this Jets team be able to start to finally reach the full force that they're supposed to be. Obviously, offensive line is still a a considerable issue, I would say, with the amount of injuries they're dealing with on that O-line. But overall... Excited to see them with Zach Wilson under center. I think, again, rust to get knocked off this week. Hopefully, Zach Wilson looks a little bit better going into week number five. 
At number 26, the Detroit Lions dropping five spots here. A team that is leading the NFL in scoring and is on pace to be the second highest scoring offense in NFL history, but also can't stop a nosebleed on the other side of the football. You're scoring all these points and still losing games until that defense can figure it out. I don't really care what you're doing on offense. Even with all the injuries you're dealing with, you're still putting up all these numbers. That defense has got to figure it out over there in Detroit. They lose another game this week. Not thrilled to see that. I expected them to potentially pull out a win, and they could not get the job done, unfortunately. So I have them at 26 here. Seahawks at number 25 going up three here. Again, big victory for them. They were able to outscore that Detroit Lions team 48 to 45. Talk about a game. It was like I was watching college football or something like that with the amount of points just getting put on the board there. I will say that even even though they were going up against the Lions defense that's let up a fair amount of points, I did not really expect them to be able to put up that many points just considering, you know, and I know that Geno Smith right now is at like 77% completion, so he's been very efficient. He's doing a solid job, six touchdowns, two interceptions, you know. I, I just did not really expect this Seahawks offense to be able to put out that type of production, so very impressed. They do slide up a bit here, jumping over the Lions they just beat this week. Excited to see where this team continues to go forward because right now, uh, two and two, Definitely better than what I think the Seahawks, I think what some people had in mind for the Seahawks right now. And there's definitely some surprising going on, especially at that quarterback spot. Moving into the next four teams, we're looking at the Colts at number 24, the Raiders at 23, the Falcons at 22, and then the Saints here at 21. So the Colts dropping four spots. They were listed at 20 for me last week, taking a tough loss to a division rival, Tennessee Titans. Fumbling is the biggest issue there. A lack of getting Jonathan Taylor involved at like the right times. I feel like I'm constantly feel, thinking, man, this is a good opportunity for Jonathan Taylor to get the ball. And then they're throwing it and Matt Ryan's fumbling the football. They got to figure that out. Offensive line is definitely not where it needs to be, despite all the money that's loaded into them. And an offensive line that just a couple of years ago was a top five unit in the league. Gone are those days, I've got to say. And I'm really concerned about the O-line right now. I, I'm starting to lose doubt or lose hope, I guess I should say, in Matt Ryan being the quarterback that was supposed to be the savior for the Indianapolis Colts as well. This is somebody that I wanted last year over in Indianapolis, and we ended up with Carson Wentz, and now here we are with Ryan now. Uh, definitely not thrilled with the way things are going, as a Colts fan speaking here. So hopefully things turn around, but right now, not feeling too high about them. Raiders at 23, moving up four spots here, getting a big and much-needed victory over over a... A Broncos team that, you know, boasts a really solid defense and for them to be able to put up the 32 that they did impressed with that game, impressed with Derek Carr, getting Devontae Adams more involved in key situations. This was by far the best game that I think the Raiders have played so far this season and they come away with a win over division rival at that excellent job by them. Falcons at 22, they move up three spots here, getting a win over the Browns. And while you probably notice Browns are not currently on my power ranking. So how are these guys below the Browns? Well, for as good as the the Falcons have looked in some spots here, they've had some tight wins and some tight losses. There are some concerns for me. The defense is, is not where it needs to be, I would say. And offensively, you have guys like Drake London, and you also have yourself a, a tight end in Kyle Pitts. A little bit concerned with them and their ability to get the ball to their playmakers. I believe neither of those guys crossed that 50-yard mark receiving either or, and I, realistically, I'm kind of surprised the Falcons even came away with the win in this matchup here. I really thought the Browns are going to get it done. So hats off to them. I don't want to take anything away from them, but I'm concerned still with some things on the defensive side. Offense is not 
they're not taking advantage of the weapons that they have as much as I would like to see them. And now Cordero Patterson's going down with an injury, and I think that's going to affect the way the offense is going to look going forward. So while they do get a rise for their W, three spots, uh, not as high as I would have liked to have put them coming out of this victory here. The Saints... At number 21, dropping five spots here now at one and three, losing a tight one to the Minnesota Vikings in London there off of a missed field goal at the end. Um, this is a team that just dealing with injuries and at all the wrong places and at all the wrong times and a team that I thought was a dark horse playoff team. And right now, despite the defense being solid, the offense is not where I expected it to be considering the litany of skill talent they have at both the wide receiver and running back spot. This is a team that I thought would be three and one right now and not one and three. Moving into our next group of four to cap off the bottom half of the league, we're looking at the Cardinals at 20, the Patriots at 19, the Browns at 18, and the Titans at 17. So the Cardinals moving up three spots here, getting a big victory over the Panthers, a much-needed victory at that. This is a team that I think is starting to figure things out. Rondale Moore is back, good signs there, and then ultimately we are just two weeks away from DeAndre Hopkins coming back as well, and I think we're going to start to really see the true force that is supposed to be this Cardinals offense. We'll obviously see when that happens, but a big win here, a much-needed victory at that for a team that's kind of had a rocky start to the season. Definitely like the direction they are starting to trend into because I was starting to get a little bit worried about them for this early portion of the season before they got that big comeback win against the Raiders. Patriots at number 19 they don't rise or fall in this week's power rankings they sit right at that number 19 spot in a tight loss in a game that I you know Packers were favored at minus 10 I believe at the largest or 10 and a half it got down to I think minus nine and a half was the lowest here I really thought that the Packers would be a team that could cover that because I I just didn't really see with Brian Hoyer as QB this team being able to put out enough offense to be able to keep pace with the Packers Obviously, the running game was fantastic. Really liked what I saw from him there. Credit to the defense. Rookie Jack Jones had a pick six. Um, this is a team that is teetering somewhere within the middle of the league right now. I don't quite know what they are. I know that they're one and three. They feel like more of a two and two type of team where they just took a, 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 what some people would look at as a legitimate playoff contender to the absolute brink in overtime. Zach Bailey, come, or baby, excuse Zach Bailey, excuse me, Bailey Zappy, whoa, came in and played solid for the, for all things considered. I mean, I don't think he ever expected to be taking snaps this year. So for him to be where he is right now, taking snaps, and he looked fairly collected considering he's never really played under center since like before college, I guess. Um, hats off to him. We'll see how the Patriots fare going forward. As long as Belichick is their coach, though, they're definitely going to stay competitive. Browns moving down only one spot here after taking a loss. This is a Browns team that was driving really late in that game against the Falcons here. And if it wasn't for a Jacoby Brissett interception, could have potentially posed at least a comeback or even at the very least a tie to go 23-23 with a field goal kicked. But this is a team where I think, okay, they definitely are, they're, they're middle of the road right now. Two and two, they have a couple of wins, couple of losses, and you sit there wondering, I wonder what this team is really going to look like once Deshaun Watson gets into the fold. And they've been fairly impressive so far with Jacoby Brissett at the helm. So I might have them a little bit higher than some other people might rank them right now, but this ranking is more so because of the belief of, well, they're able to sit at around 500 right now without Deshaun Watson. I wonder what they're going to look like with Deshaun Watson because it has to be better, Right? Right. Uh, right <laughs> at 17 Tennessee Titans move up a spot here beating division rival Indianapolis Colts um it seems like the running game has finally found itself so that's a good thing for the Tennessee Titans 
I think the biggest thing for them was to just really get the ground game going. They really needed to get that done. Finally getting to do so. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to feel like this Titans team is turning things around after what was a somewhat dark start to the season. Things are starting to look more positive for them, and uh, we're starting to see more of the Titans team we expected to see coming out of the gate here. Traylon Burks did go down with an injury. Hopefully that doesn't last too long, but right now, I like the production I'm seeing. Robert Woods is doing a good job there. And again, offensive line finally opening up some running lanes for Derrick Henry. Defense did an excellent job bringing pressure on the Indianapolis Colts, forcing turnovers left and right. This is what you wanted to see from Tennessee. Going into the next group of four here, from 16 and up at number 16, the Denver Broncos falling four spots. The Giants, a massive riser this week, the largest movement on my power rankings for this week, plus seven for them at the number 15 spot. The Jaguars are sitting at number 14, and then the 49ers moving up a spot to number 13. So Broncos falling, another loss for them. A team that just with Russell Wilson at the helm and with so much potential, struggling to put up points on the board. They finally crossed the 20-point margin, and they made 23 points this week, but Going up against a Raiders defense that has not really been particularly impressive this season so far, I will say that I'm just continuing the disappointment of what I'm getting from the Denver Broncos offense. The defense has been great. Pat Sertan has been doing an excellent job as the corner that is, he has turned into exactly what the Denver Broncos wanted him to be, and he did a good job covering up against Devontae Adams this past week. I, I would just I, I want that offense to reach its potential already because I, this team could be so good and they do look so good on paper. It's just not translating onto the field right now. Giants at number 15, three and one is all I've really got to say. Losing Daniel Jones and they also lost Tyrod Taylor. Saquon Barkley was taking snaps at quarterback from the wildcat position for a few plays there towards the end of the game. They still got the job done. They were able to hang on in a tight contest. Daniel Jones before going down with an injury, looked solid. I'm really excited to see how he continues to fare under this new regime here because things are starting to look good for him as long as he can stay healthy. But I like how the Giants look this week. Jaguars, I only moved them down one spot for their loss against the Eagles. It was a rainy game, a lot of fumbling going on. Ball control was really, or ball, ball handling was the biggest issue for the Jaguars here. And to, to only lose 29-21, considering I was watching Trevor Lawrence run with the football and it just fly out of his hands because it, the ball was that slippery... Uh, I, not a, not a bad loss. Definitely one where you could argue like they kind of gave the game away. It was a tight contest between two really good teams, and I like the I like the Jaguars right now. I cannot believe I'm saying that, but I like the Jaguars right now. At number thirteen, we're looking at the San Francisco 49ers. They move up a spot for beating the LA Rams. And while you could argue maybe they belong a little bit higher on this list, I'm still not 100% sold on Jimmy G as their quarterback. Um, We'll obviously have to see how things move forward and how things progress. He definitely did look better this week than he did last week there. And Debo Samuel, my goodness. I mean, he is that dude, and he deserves every penny that he was paid this offseason. As long as he's in the fold and that other guy, Jeff Wilson, that guy looks like he gets shot out of a cannon when he finds open field. So a lot of potential on the offense. If they can get the offense rolling, the defense over there in San Francisco, one of the best in the league, a top five no question about it. Arguably even top three at that. Really like the 49ers defense, a, a defense that I would not want to be going up against any week. At the next spots at 12, Cowboys moving up three spots here. At 11, I have the Chargers. At 10, I'm looking at the Bengals. And then at number nine, I'm looking at the Vikings. So not a whole lot of movement here. Once, I'm start once I started getting towards the top half of this list, there wasn't really a ton of movement going on. Cowboys move up three spots here. Another win with Cooper Rush at the helm. 
people have been saying, you know, the Cowboys are stealing wins with Cooper Rush as quarterback. And yeah, that's definitely a good, a good and valid argument here with Dak Prescott being out. But the defense over there is the main reason why. They're keeping opponent scores low and the Cowboys don't need to put up a ton of points to be able to succeed and win in these games. The Cowboys defense right now, arguably, just like I said about the 49ers, one of the best in the league. With the way they can get pressure and the secondary that they have right now, this is a defense you don't really want to have to be game planning against because they can wreck your offensive line. They can pick you off. They can break up passes. They're a very aggressive secondary at that. I really like the Cowboys defense right now. And if the offense continues to progress and look better while Cooper rushes in and they can pick up and continue going forward whenever Dak Prescott comes back, Cowboys are looking good right now. And I'm very surprised to be saying about that. I'm, I'm really honest. After week one, very surprised to be saying that. Chargers at 11. They got to win this week. I didn't move them up. I didn't move them down. You're, you're supposed to beat the Texans. It was a trap game. You avoided the trap. You get the W. You are where you are. Bengals, they get a win over the Miami Dolphins. Obviously, that whole situation with Tua was awful, but the, it feels like the Bengals are starting to find their footing now. Offense is looking really explosive. The really big touchdown to T. Higgins was a nice example of that. Jamar Chase even had a really big touchdown, or not touchdown catch, excuse me, just a really big reception in general. So I like the way the Bengals are trending right now. I didn't want to drop them too low earlier when they were losing games because I felt like this was a team better than their record, and I feel like they're starting to show that right now. Vikings at number nine, you get the tight win in London, a team that showed up, what was it, like four days after the New Orleans Saints did. You come in, you get the W in a tight contest. Justin Jefferson is that dude. The offense looks really good. My heart goes out to Lewis Sine that, uh, or Lewis Seen rather, that f compound fractured his leg. Awful. You do not want to see that, and I wish I could unsee it. I hope, you know, hoping the best for him. He's getting surgery in London, so hopefully that heals up quickly and he can get himself back into Minnesota and healing up and be with his team and family. But Vikings right now look really solid. Um, defensively, I would like to see them not be letting Andy Dalton lead the Saints into a game-winning potential like scenario here or a game-tying potential scenario, whatever it was, whatever the score was exactly at that point. But uh, I, I like the Vikings right now. I'm fairly high on them. I definitely feel like they are the best team in the NFC North, at least at this moment, even though I don't have them where they probably should be in recognition of that in the power rankings. They're starting to feel like the best team. I would just need to see another couple of wins before I could really start to push them into that like upper echelon spots in the power rankings. Moving in at the number eight spot, we're looking at the LA Rams. At seven, we have the Buccaneers. At six, the Ravens. And then at five, the Miami Dolphins. So the Rams dropping four spots here for their loss against the 49ers. I wanted to drop them a little bit lower, but the one thing that has been fairly consistent in the Sean McVay era, the 49ers, or at least in the last few years at the very least, uh, Sean McVay and his team over there have really struggled against the 49ers. They have been like the kryptonite to this Rams team, and the Rams are able to really squeak out a victory during that NFC Championship last year. But ultimately, the 49ers are constantly giving them problems, and it has taken them a handful of games to really figure out and find a way to win. So I didn't drop them too far. Divisional loss against a team that typically gives you problems. Those are the games they need to win. They're at 2-2. Two and two. I'm probably giving them a little bit too much benefit of the doubt, but I have them at 8 right now, and I'm a little bit concerned about them, and I did not think I'd be saying that through four weeks. At 7, the Buccaneers, they move up a spot mainly because of the fact that the Rams just dropped so far and the Rams were initially ahead of them. Good game by them offensively. It took them a little bit to get going. Defensively, you need to be able to slow down Patrick Mahomes in that offense over there because 
Mahomes was doing things that you just don't even really see in video games. That guy, for as much hype as he gets, I really don't even think is hyped enough, believe it or not. But off offense is – I got the offense – output that like I wanted to see from this team in this game and what I thought you needed to keep the game tight it just came a little too late the Chiefs got ahead early and at that point you were just playing catch up the entire time but seeing them put up 31 after them struggling the first three games of the season that was exactly what I wanted to get from the Buccaneers and I got it for the Ravens they move up a spot as well even though they lost again because of the Rams dropping down so far uh really disappointed you you take a 20 to 3 lead you look really good you're forcing turnovers you are giving the bills every single problem and then some to deal with but ultimately you can't come out with the w you got to win those games especially when you're at home another blown loss at home that you literally had every reason to win you got to figure that out dolphins sitting at number five they drop a couple of spots here i still believe in this team i know that two is not gonna be playing this week so Curious to see how Teddy Bridgewater fares with the offensive weapons that they have over there in Miami. I think that this is a really talented group, and Teddy Bridgewater even showed he can hit Tyreek Hill for a monster gain if need be. So I'm not too worried about the Dolphins missing out on Tua this week. My concern is longevity. How, or I guess in the long term, how long is Tua going to be out? I didn't really expect him to play this week. Uh, I kind of almost don't even expect him to play next week. But if it goes beyond that, can Ted, Teddy Bridgewater lead the way for this team and keep them within the playoff race? They're sitting at 3-1 and one right now. If they can rattle off a win or even just go like 1-1 one and one in the next couple of weeks, if they're missing two of the next two or so, that would be ideal. But, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. But right now, I'll keep them at number five. I like them there. And then for the top four teams, at number four, the Green Bay Packers, they move up a spot more so because of the fact that, again, the Rams dropped. This is another one of those teams that just moved up because of other movement going on around them. The Chiefs slide up three spots here, back into the top five at the number three spot. The Bills stay put at number two, and then the Philadelphia Eagles staying put at number one. So Packers, again, tight win over the Patriots. We talked about that fairly a fair amount at length talking about the Patriots, but... Um, run defense did not look good in that game. It just felt like I was watching Ramon J. Stevenson bulldoze them defensively. And through the air, you're going up against Brian Hoyer and Bailey Zappi. Very surprised to see Zappi even be able to get a touchdown off in that game in such a wide-open scenario. That's probably more so a credit to Bill Belichick being able to help scheme things out. I know it's Matt Patricia's offense, but I would be lying to you if I didn't say that I think Belichick has a very firm grasp on what's going on over there offensively as well. So probably more of a credit to just Belichick keeping his team within reach of this game through the entirety. But for the Packers to have let this game be as tight as it was is a little bit concerning. And I definitely wavered on maybe dropping them and, and weighed the idea a little bit, but we'll keep them at four right now. I'm fine with them being here. I'll just say that. I'm fine with them. At three, the Chiefs, big game, 41 points. They bounce back after an Indianapolis Colts loss. I dropped them, and honestly, I probably shouldn't have dropped them because Patrick Mahomes basically made me eat my words. Offense looked awesome this week. Defense started out strong. As the game wore on, though, Buccaneers started to make a comeback, but I mean... With how good Tom Brady is and with the amount of skill talent they have over there in Tampa Bay, when that offense gets clicking, 31 points, it's probably a, a, a solid game to have defensively against them. So to be able to hold on, get the W, and you know you jump out to such an early lead and you're able to maintain that lead through the entirety of the game, good for them, good for the Chiefs, good win. 
hats off to them back in the top five. The Bills at number two, you get a big victory over a, a team that was completely demolishing you in the first, like, I want to say 20, 25 minutes or so of the game to come back, keep your poise in a downpour because it was raining hard at some points in that game. Great win by them. Second best team in the league, I would say at this point, you could definitely argue they're number one. But for me, Philadelphia Eagles at 4-0, they're just continuing to find ways to win despite what's going on around them. Not a great game. Jaguars got ahead early, and I was really worried about this game getting way out of hand for the Eagles, but they were able to battle back, tie it up, get the lead, keep the Jaguars at bay, doing what teams should be doing if they are as good as advertised. You find adversity, you overcome adversity, and you still come out on top as a winner. That's what the Eagles have been showing me so far this season. I really like what I'm seeing from them. But those are my power rankings for the NFL this week. All 32 teams ranked from worst to first. Again, let me know in the comment section down below how you feel about all these teams. Do you agree or disagree with some of my rankings? I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. But that's it for me. I'll see you guys next time. Have a good one.